Welcome to the Repertory Podcast with your host, Karen Allen, where each episode takes you from case scenario to words, from words to rubrics, from rubrics to rep set, from repertorization to remedies, from differential to outcome, all in about 25 minutes. It's fun, it's quick, it's never the same. Grab your repertory, a pen and paper to take some notes, and buckle up. With the taste section of the repertory, which is a subset of the mouth section in newer repertories, it's its own thing. In older repertories, it's folded in under mouth, comma, taste. So the client makes the appointment because she says that uh, she's been diagnosed with burning mouth syndrome, but her chief complaint is an alteration of taste, that everything that she eats tastes like blood and that she's losing weight. So the client is a 38-year-old woman who had been my client for over a decade by the time that I saw her. She originally, that I saw her for this complaint, she had originally been in uh, a lot of menstrual pain and some musculoskeletal injuries related to college sports and her body weight had gotten quite low because she was doing all the athletic stuff. So she was running really lean and she was, uh, her menstrual cycle had stopped. And after she graduated from school, and she was no longer running and running hurdles. Um, Her body weight came back on, her body fat came up, but she never got her period back. And so that was when she came to see me and the remedy that she was given chronically was calcarea carbonica and everything sorted itself out. She was a happy camper. And so for the past 10 years, Anytime she had an acute illness or there was a problem with something, she would get the flu or she would get, you know, a pulled muscle or whatever it was, she would just take her dose of calc carb and she'd be fine. And this happened and she wasn't fine. So now she's made an appointment to come back. And the the message that she's left on my voicemail is that everything tastes like blood. And I'm thinking, wow, okay, that doesn't sound fun at all. And that she's losing weight because she can't stand to eat and that she's been diagnosed with burning mouth syndrome. So she comes in for the consult and she's very thin. I mean, she was thin the first time that I saw her, but now she's very thin. And I ask her, what's up with the weight? You know, she had left me that in her message. She said, well, mostly when I eat food, it can also make, it can almost make me gag. The only way that I can eat food is to have like a a shake of, you know, a smoothie or something like that, where I put the straw on the back of my tongue. And then things don't take, I have to skip the first half of my tongue. If I very carefully put 
you know, food in the back half of my tongue, then I can eat. But if I chew and I use my mouth the way that you're supposed to use your mouth and food gets on the front half of my tongue, then it tastes like blood and it's disgusting. And so I just can't eat very much. This has gradually been getting worse. It used to be just occasionally and some meals and when I was overtired and now it is all meals all the time. So I asked her, when did all this start? She said, well, 18 months ago, I had an accident with my mouth. I was doing, she's a, a writer and she was doing an article on uh, cooking in very high-end kitchens. And so she was interviewing some chefs and some sous chefs and some different people who were working in a kitchen and they were inviting her to eat some stuff. She made a mistake in what she was asked to eat. And instead of picking up and eating, you know, this thing on the end of a stick that she thought she was supposed to eat, uh, she picked up this a small wad of fried something that had pineapple and some kind of capsicum and some kind of sauce inside like a, a fried shell. And it had just come out of the fryer. And she misunderstood, picked it up and went bite. And it burst open and she got second and third degree burns on her tongue and all on her gums above and below her teeth. And it was really bad. So she was taken right away to the hospital and uh, to the ER and they gave her pain medication and they did a lavage with her mouth. And it took her a couple of weeks to actually begin to heal. Even though your mouth heals really fast, she had done some serious damage. She had huge blistering on the front of her gums and on her mouth. So after about two weeks, they said, okay, you know, keep putting this stuff by now. She had been to see her naturopath who had said, put aloe vera in your mouth you know, do these things, avoid those things, don't eat anything spicy, let things kind of come back to natural. So now it's been 18 months or maybe, I can't remember exactly, it might've been as long ago as two years when this happened. And once it healed, she expected that all of her normal taste and normal sensation in her mouth would come back. But what happened was that she had this sometimes subtle, sometimes very overt sensation of burning in her mouth. Mostly, mostly, mostly 90% of it was on her tongue. Maybe 95% of it was on her tongue. Sometimes the rest of her mouth would get involved when it was really bad, but mostly her tongue felt burnt a lot, like most of the time. And food tasted like blood. And, it, and it, over time, the burning got less and the taste alteration got more. 
So the, I ask her what makes it better and what makes it worse. And she says, if I do strong physical activity, and remember she was an athlete. So she's one of those people who likes to run. She climbs at a gym. She lifts weights. She plays basketball. She does all these physical things. And she says, if I do any of those things, my mouth starts to throb. My tongue throbs, my lips throb, my gums throb, my entire mouth starts to throb. And if it gets really bad, my mouth and my whole throat start to throb. And even when it's not throbbing, it sort of feels a little bit swollen, a little bit full inside the tissues, like they're just not normal. And uh, then I ask her what else makes it better or worse. She says, if I sit perfectly still and I don't talk, it will calm down. It will go away to nothing. And if I eat a meal after I've been sitting and not talking for like two hours, then I might not taste the blood. So sitting still and being quiet helps. Now, she's one of those people from, you know, a, a family culture that is talky, 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 talky. So uh, for her to sit and be quiet, is really not so easy. So I ask her, has there been anything else that has changed since this whole thing happened? How else are you different since this whole thing happened? She said, yep, I used to be thirsty all the time. And since this happened, at first it was just so painful to drink anything that maybe it's just PTSD from that, but I am never thirsty. I do not ever feel thirst. I will drink out of obligation, but I don't ever feel thirsty. So she says that over the last two months, she's lost about 10 pounds. And over the previous six months, she's lost about 20 pounds. So she says, I'm kind of worried about the direction that this is going. And I asked her, did you take your remedy? Did you take CalCarb? She said, yeah, I've taken it a bunch of times in all the different potencies you gave me. Hasn't done a thing. Does not touch this at all. So we've got a never well since condition here, don't we? Not looking so good. So let's see what we can do for her, okay? You guys ready? You ready to jump in? If what is our etiology that we want to deal with? Injury, right, a good, Jennifer, a specific kind of injury. So like if we were to look in the generalities section for something like injuries, blows, falls, and bruises, is that our guy? So Richard says injury mouth. So for those of you who are using a, um, repertory that has things alphabetically, you can look in a section for injuries. So do you think that her issue is 
about the location of the mouth or about the fact that she got burnt in there? I mean, if she had gotten burnt on her arm, would it have been fundamentally different? Guys, if you look at this, do you see injuries, chronic effects of? Ooh, it's a really, it's way too small a rubric, but aren't, isn't that what we're dealing with? So I think that we just have to look at generalities burns. So let's grab that and pull that in there. That's our etiology. Uh, Kristen says, is this something like nerve injury as the result of the burn? Could very well be. She has a burning sensation. Good, Bobby. And where are we going to look for that? What section? Mouth burns. Good. Do you guys see this? Burns of tongues and lips, hamamelis. And hamamelis is known as the pizza remedy. You know, when you take, you're so hungry and you put that pizza in your mouth and you take that first bite and it totally sizzles the roof of your mouth or your tongue. So we all got taught that when we were in school, right? Yeah, and this is this rubric gonna be helpful to us? No, even though it does remind us of something we know and love about hamamelis, probably not gonna help us get there. So if we have a particular ouch that's going on in our mouth, where would Kent have put it in this section? We don't see the burning sensation right here in alphabetical order. Where are we going to find it? Good, Carol. It's going to be under pain. Kent, like the Marquis de Sade, was, you know, a connoisseur of pain, of different kinds of ouch. And so we've got burnt as if. So we're going to grab that. We've got that in the mouth, burnt as if. And then also, she said that it's mostly 95% her tongue, right? So remember, burnt as if has subrubrics. And remember our structure for the repertory, time, modalities, locations. So she's got it on her tongue. So we're going to put that in there. If she vigorously moves around, what happens to her symptoms? Throbbing. Excellent, Anna. And so where are we going to look that up? Do you think it likely that we're going to find a full and representative rubric in the mouth section for a burning or for a throbbing sensation after a burn that uh, is worse from exertion? In something like this, it's good to decouple all those little things and say, let's find worse from exertion. Let's find throbbing sensation. Generals, good. Let's look in generalities. Good, Jennifer, you're right on it. Exertion, physical, aggravates, which is absolutely true. It makes her mouth feel bad. And then what happens? Mm, I don't think we'd go, this is a good suggestion. Julia says, what about mouth prickling? For her, she never used that word. That would be if somebody said like pins and needles or something. For her, she just said burnt. So we're looking for the sensation of throbbing. How do we, how would Kent have translated when she says it throbs? 
what's the word we're going to be looking for in the repertory for that? Pulsation. Good, Shanti. That's exactly right. So if we look in generalities, pulsation, that is Kent's version of throbbing. And there are two versions of it in the generalities section. External, like somebody can feel it on their skin. Internal, they can feel it inside. She feels it inside her tongue. So we're gonna say pulsation internal. There's also a sensation of swelling or fullness. How do we find this? She said she'll look at it and it's not visibly swollen, but it feels like the tissues are swollen. Um, Richard says, what about mouth swelling? I would use that if there was actual swelling. Oh, good. Okay, generalities, fullness, internal, or generalities, swollen sensation. Okay, I think you guys are in the ballpark. Full feeling internally and swelling. Do you have a swelling sensation of? Swollen sensation, Jennifer? Internal part sensation of, like that? Oh, you're... You guys are looking in mouth. Okay, let's grab a few different ones of these and we can add them together. Swelling, sensation of, wow, there's only eight remedies in there. Uh, let's add it in there, but I don't think that's gonna get us very far because it's very narrow. So Bobby says, what about food tasting like blood? Yes, absolutely. Find me a rubric, suggest something. Because this is why she's losing weight. Taste, bloody, yep. And for some of you, this is gonna be in the mouth section. And for some of you, it's gonna be in the taste section. We just need a couple more things. One of them is what made it better? Sitting still. So where are we gonna find that? She also had to be quiet, not talking. Sitting still, not talking, quiet, yeah. Where are we gonna find a rubric for that? Talking aggravates. So Julia, that's a good suggestion. A lot of times when we're looking in the repertory, we can look for a rubric where we get the, the glass half empty or the glass half full side. She did not tell us that talking made it worse. She told us that being quiet when she is being still makes it better. And so it's always gonna be more accurate if we can go with the side of the you know, glass half empty, glass half full that the client mentions. What if we look in the mind section? Mind sits still and silent. This is where somebody is choosing this as an activity. And so this was the rubric that I chose. Okay, so the last thing was that since all this happened, she's not thirsty anymore. So where are we gonna find that? In the stomach section, yep, absolutely, good. So somebody give me a specific rubric, thirstlessness. Let's take a couple of these things and add them together. This is about the mouth feeling the burnt pain. Let's see, swelling sensation. Let's take all of these guys and add them together because they're all about the same thing. Now, 
There we go. And let's take a look and see what we got. Well, that's interesting. Who'd have expected pulsatilla to come up? Although you can imagine it, worse from physical exertion. Remember how pulsatilla is better from gentle motion. It tends to be thirstless. It can be throbby. Okay. And then arsenicum. Okay, arsenicum tends to be restless and thirsty for sips. So I would feel a little bit hesitant about this. And then what comes up next? Darn it, it's hamamelis. Ailments from burns, covers all of it. And then other remedies for burns and for trauma like aconite, like cantharis. If we go farther over here to the right, we can also get to remedies like causticum. In this case, I gave her hamamelis. I gave her a 1M dose because this had been going on for a long time. And because it's such, uh, it has such an affinity, you know, the hamamelis along with being the pizza burn remedy is also a remedy for varicosities and throbbing veins. You'll, you'll end up using it for like vaginal varicosities and varicosities in the legs and hemorrhoids that are just varicose veins. And so, Hamamelis has that throbbing sensation. And of this, you know, belladonna also. But, you know, belladonna doesn't match this aggravation from exertion and, and relief from sitting still. So, you know, the modalities of some of these didn't match. Uh, After she took, she took the one M dose, three doses over 24 hours. And she said, within two days, the taste of bloody was gone. It took maybe three weeks of gradually lessening for the, the throbbing sensation, the burning sensation, the relief from sitting still, all of that. She said it just got like, you know, five or 10% better every few days. So that by the time two weeks had gone by, she was maybe 60, 70% better. And then she had a big stress in her life and she, her symptoms got worse again. And so she called and she was panicked. She was like, I was so much better and now it tastes like blood again and I can't cope with this. And I said, take the 1M dose again. So she took one more dose and within say another two or three days, all of it was gone. So this case was done maybe a decade ago and she's never had any more problem with it. So when people have a never well sense condition, it may not correspond to their chronic remedy that's helped them with so much. And it may also need multiple doses of a completely different remedy that is really tied to the etiology of the never well sense state. Thanks for investing your time and effort into learning and using the repertory. You're invited to join us live at Monday Midday Repertory as we create these podcast episodes. Learn more about how to use the repertory with me, Karen Allen, author of the Repertory Tutorial and Workbook, which is now an e-course at www.trinityhealthhub.com. See you next time with another repertory case.